Next, prophetic workshop. That's what we're about to do. Welcome to the prophetic workshop. Practicing hearing the Spirit. I could thunder here. The prophetic's one of my favorite subjects. I think I'm an equipping prophet in the body of Christ. That's why I'm not, a, I'm not saying I got the word law. I, some people say, your, apostle, your pastor, your teacher, whatever. I, this is the thing. I am obsessed, obsessed with knowing that people can hear the Lord. <laughs> it's who I am. And I love equipping it. Lab time is that every week. And so I could just thunder, thunder, thunder for a long time and do this. But there's a limit to that. There's a limit to how much of that information is really going to move you toward doing this. We got to practice this. And so I want to move us into what I hope is not a crazy awkward moment, although I kind of like awkward moments, um, to where we do a prophetic workshop in here and you practice because everybody in this room can prophesy. And what we mean by prophesying, evangelicals and charismatics alike, is you hear your papa and you speak inspired words to other people. It could be Bible verse, it could be an impression, it could be whatever it is, but we have power in our tongues to build faith in one another. And pastorally, Paul makes this point. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, he'll say, pursue love, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. How much to desire spiritual gifts? Yeah, it's earnest. It really is right there. I tell my E-free friends who I love, he wants you to earnestly desire to speak in tongues. To earnestly desire prophecy, words of knowledge. He does. He really does. He doesn't want you to get identity in it and to worship them. But I'm just reading my Bible, right? He earnestly desire the spiritual gifts and that you may prophesy. The one who speaks in a tongue speaks to men, not to men, but to God, which is great, for no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding, encouragement, and consolation. That's what it's for. Pastoral dynamic operating the body. Real shepherds will get a prophetic community going because if you get a people of God prophesying to each other, Biblically, it'll, it's just a powerful thing because there'll be this all kind of upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. The one who speaks in tongues builds up himself, but the one who prophesies builds up the church. Now, I want you all to speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues unless someone interprets so the church may be built up. Jumping down to the end of that chapter, so my brothers earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid the speaking in tongues. But in all things, but all things should be done decently and in order. Love this chapter. I'm time to unpack all of it. There was just, they were they were over abusing tongues. We all know that. But we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. God loves that there's tongues on the, there's three kinds of tongues. It's a whole nother sermon. I'm gonna try to refrain from teaching it. You really need to know what kind of tongues is being talked about in what passage. But the prophetic is the same thing. We're talking about the prophecy because he highlights that right here. And I want to lead you into place. A healthy New Testament ecclesia prophesies to one another. That means that they speak spirit-inspired words to one another to edify and to build up faith. In larger meetings, there are rules of biblical order for edification. But in regular relational body life, which we're about to do, there are rules of biblical values for edification. Okay? And so we're going to do that. It's my conviction that the body of Christ uh, makes room for scripture growth and character growth but almost no room for gifting growth. And I've said this before, and I've, I, love my, I love my pastor friends. I love to confront my evangelical pastors about this issue. Love it that we can grow in Bible. I love it that we can grow in character, and we're patient with people. But we need a context 
where people can grow in the supernatural and the giftings, especially in the prophetic. And we are, there's almost no place in the body of Christ for it. So we want to workshop with some prophetic insight tonight, okay? And here we go. Here's how we're going to do it. A couple of helping guidelines. Number one, this process happens best in a culture of prayer. You prophesy best when you're in a culture of prayer. When you engage the vertical and you're in a, you know what I mean, you're in a spirit, not, not just thinking about Bible verses, I'm like, my heart's engaged with the Lord. Number two, the Holy Spirit is always the leader of the process. That may seem basic, but it's really lost on the, God's not looking for our best thoughts. He's looking for our leading and response to the Spirit. Number three, the end fruit will be Christ-centered, built-up faith and courage. That, if you're really prophesying, it'll build up your focus on Jesus and your faith in Jesus. That's what healthy prophetic does. Number four, practicing spiritual discernment is a biblical value that we practice spiritual discernment. But what I mean by that is in Hebrews, it talks about strengthening our powers of discernment. Sorry, I don't have that Bible verse for you. I'll get that out in the notes that we sent out this week. Number five, be supernaturally natural. You don't need to go to a deeper voice when speaking from God. No one needs to do that. You don't, Yahweh's not, go an octave lower. Then it'll really have power. You don't need to add religious phrases that either Ezekiel or Isaiah did when you prophesy. Thus saith the Lord. You just need to say the word of the Lord. Say this, be supernaturally natural. Stay talking like you normal talk. Speak from inspiration and bless people. It really is more palatable for people. Number six, take up a place of selfless service to love each other. This is not about you coming up with something and they go, wow, you're spiritual. If you're doing that, you're missing the point. The point is to get them to focus on Jesus, what Jesus is doing in their life, and they lose you in the process. That's healthy prophetic. Number seven, remember that your core identity is in Christ and not how good you are at this. So I practiced a lot. I'm around a prophetic community, and so I, I model that here sometimes. I'm not going to do that now unless the Spirit changes the deal. Never say not. But I want us to move into doing this. I'd like everybody in this room to prophesy tonight. Hello. Anybody got to get up and go? I've got 12 legal minutes to get you through this. And all I'm saying is let's practice. I'm going to go in a game. I'm going to shoot my free throws. I, I remember shooting. I shot them, uh, thousands of free throws. So I would hardly ever miss in games, seriously, because I practiced. We need to practice a little bit, okay? And so that was all a setup with some values to get you into groups where you will engage your heart and you'll begin to listen and speak spirit-inspired words to one another, this can include, and lots of times will include, a Bible verse. It's one of the best prophetic things you can say to people. Inspire, Psalms 23, verse 1. The Lord says he's your shepherd, and he's leading you through. <laughs> There's anointing on that. There really is. It, it could be affection from the Lord. I just feel the, the Lord says he loves you. That's a great word. You don't have to go about predicting everybody's future. And please, don't bring foreboding, I just got a bad feeling about you right now. How is that helpful? Don't do that. Don't take your bad feeling, go to the bathroom and pray, all right? Go to a private room and pray about your bad feeling, beat the devil off, and go back and edify the person. Now, I'm not trying to gather you into flattery groups. Don't do this the other way. 
you know what I see about you is you're going to be the apostle of the nation. I mean, you're the most annoying person that's ever been on the planet. Park City is just lucky to have you. I mean, it's unbelievable. Don't do that. Don't juice it up because they'll really like me now because I gave them a dynamic word. Just listen in your heart. What is the Lord saying that's simple and builds them? Be okay with going, I don't have anything right now. I know he loves you, okay? It's okay. But I just want to encourage you right now to, like we say with prayer, engage your heart and listen a little bit. Let's do the same thing as it relates to speaking to one another. Now, again, in these days, and I know when I see some of you with masks on, and I, that's great. You can still speak to each other. You may have to lean in a little bit if you feel comfortable being in the groups. But I want to I break us into some groups, and I would love for everyone to, to in that group, do this. Someone pray, Father, we set our hearts on you. We're waiting on you. Would you speak through us right now? Get your heart. You know how it is when you get a prayer meeting. Don't do, God bless this food and meat and blah, blah, blah. Do, Father, come, help. And get your heart, all of you together right there. We're listening to Papa right now. We're listening. Holy Spirit, move us. And then listen and take turn and try to speak. To one another. Now let's, so, well, here's, here's the best way to do this. Let me, let me do this. So there's three of us here, okay? So I do that, I pray, and then you're like, what order do you go in? Well, you can listen in your workshop. You can go, just let everybody just kind of popcorn and go. That's fine. But if you'd like, you can go. We're going to lock in on Angie, okay, y'all? We're going to think about Angie by the Spirit. Lord, what's in your heart for Angie? Just listen and then speak to that person. That's probably the easier and best way to do it, okay? Popcorn's a little more when you're more used to it. Some of you may be able to do that. But I'd love for us to mix up into groups with our nine legal minutes now, okay? And workshop this. I want you to practice. It would be cool if you did it with people you didn't know, but it's okay if you get it. But try not just to have a little private party and cheat on me. I'm watching you. You get together and talk about the Chiefs game tomorrow. You know what I mean? I know. I'll get prophetic on you. Anyway, so let's do that. Let's just move around this room, move the chairs around, mess it up. Make Reliance have to work in the morning. I mean, make them have to clean this place up. Get in a little circle. You can do this with your family. That wasn't an anti-rule, but just you might stretch out a little bit. <clears throat> It'd be nice if it's not over four to five, just so you got time. We need to move quickly. We got eight legal minutes because I talked a little bit more. Amen. Pardon me, guys, if you don't mind. I know you may be in a flow. The Holy Spirit is not caught off. He's, you know, can wait generations to do things. So hang on just real quick. Ryan, would you stand up real quick? I want to give you this testimony. We're going to close on this. I want to build your faith. Then you feel free to leave or to keep going. You're good to go. We've been pray, we prayed a couple weeks for my son Josh and prayed for the sick a little bit. And Ryan told me a story. Give him that here in a minute, a quick story about your kiddos and all. If you can tune in here and listen to Ryan. Okay, so yeah, a few weeks ago, Sam yeah, brought his son up there and had people pray over his son. Then he gave people an opportunity to pray over each other. And um, normally I don't ask, but... I felt strongly that God wanted me to ask to, for a prayer over my daughter and my son. Yep. When my daughter was born, she was born with a tiny hole in her heart that caused her to have like a 
a murmur, and um, they don't really notice it that much anymore, but I have a son, he's six months old, and when he was born, he hasn't been able to hear, and he's, um, yeah, I know he's had three or four hearing tests, and he's failed all of them. They've sent him to, like, a specialist, and they had a bunch of fluid in his ears, and um, so they were going to go in and put tubes in and see what else they needed to do. Well, that was, so a couple weeks ago we prayed, and this past Tuesday, my wife took my son back to the specialist, and the specialist said that there's nothing wrong with him. um, So, yeah, they said that all the fluid was gone, and um, he passed his hearing test, and they said there's a little bit of wax built up in there, which that wasn't an issue. And the specialist said they didn't need to see him anymore unless he started having um, bad ear infections three or four times a year. So, yeah. So, amen. Some are still waiting for their healing, but let's tell it when it happens, right? And Aaron Wallace and some of the Reliance guys told him, like we were doing with Josh, there's a prophetic word through all these things. Say the prophetic possible word out of this. So they said that they felt like the prophetic word was that the church's heart and their ears would be open. So. So, Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for your faithfulness to us. Thank you for this daddy whose heart has ached and he longed and cared for his babies. You're so faithful. And so, Lord, we pray for him and thank you. We celebrate with them this good news. Thank you for the, the word it is to the church. You are going to touch our hearts and our ears. Remove that that keeps us from hearing. Lord, we pray for your sustaining grace on his kids. We pray for everyone in here, though, that's waiting, still delayed. The grace, the waiting's got power on it. We just pray nothing be wasted. We pray for breakthrough and healing and stories like this. Yes, we're all longing for it. But along the way, may we praise and we'll trust you. Lord, I pray this would infuse faith and hope to keep laboring for and holding on for your move in our lives. Thank you for Ryan and his family. Lord, I pray you bless all these guys as they go. We would be a prophetic community carrying your presence. Lord, for your glory. Thank you for tonight. Everything that was from the flesh, let us forget it as fast as walking out of this room. Everything that was from the spirit, may the birds of the air and the enemy not steal it away from our hearts. And we're just trusting you, God, to disciple and equip us uh, to agree to be lovers of God and walking in your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen.